Welcome to the uh, OMG podcast featuring your friends at Raqqa. I'm Dave Cho. And I'm Kelly Glista Anderson. And today we have a special guest from our little hometown of Portsmouth, uh, who we will introduce just shortly. Um, but we're going to talk about Portsmouth for a couple minutes um, because we love it so. We do love it so. And I, I think everybody who you know ends up living or working in Portsmouth kind of sounds like a, a zombie. If you're outside of the city, they're like, it's, it's wonderful. It's really true. The food is so good. Our brains have been eaten. Um, and, and maybe there is an element of that, but it really is a great city. Um, and you know, Raqqa has been in Portsmouth either right downtown or right outside of downtown for the entire existence of the company. Um, we've never even really considered going anywhere else. Um, and it's just a great place to be, um, both in terms of access to, say, Portland and Boston and even New York City and just everything that's on, on offer here in Portsmouth. Yeah, and a lot of the, the charm and the, the draw uh, comes from our local businesses, our local culture, um, things that we, we enjoy doing outside of work. Because, yes, podcast listeners, we have real lives. So we... Air, air quotes. <laughs> Dave's giving me a skeptical look right now. Um, so today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk to someone from one of our favorite local businesses, uh, the Music Hall. Which also happens to be a client of ours. So we're going to introduce him right after the break. special guest today is from the Music Hall. Um, he is the Director of Marketing and Communications, Monty Bohannon. And I have wanted to call you Monte because of the E on the end of your name for months and months. <laughs> so I'm doing it on the podcast. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. And you know, you're not the only person that has called me Monte. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I don't feel so alone yeah. anymore. <laughs> I've um, been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of the reasons we wanted to bring you here, Monty, is because we were talking about Portsmouth, um, and we'll get to sort of the Music Hall's mission, um, but can you tell us a little bit about what it is you do for the Music Hall and how long you've been there? Sure. Um, uh, currently, I'm the Director of Marketing and Communications of the Music Hall, but I have been there, I just started my 19th year there at the Whoa. Music Hall uh, this month. And um, I have done a little bit of everything. I started out in the box office, part-time, selling tickets, hanging posters, uh, loading in, loading out shows. Um, and I ran front of house for a number of years, which basically means I um, uh, ran shows, uh, was in charge of the concessions and the bar and the volunteers, uh, ushers and all of that. Um, and in that time, I, uh, uh, at one point I raised my hand in a staff meeting and said, um, we need a new website. <laughs> and, uh, my executive director looked at me and said, all right, get it done. Um, and that, uh, is how I entered, uh, the digital marketing field. Um, <laughs> and little by little, I sort of slowly moved out of event management and into the marketing side and, and IT. Um, so I was doing a lot of the hardware, software, IT, um, and email marketing campaigns and online advertising. Um, and then in 2013, I took over as the director of marketing. Um, and I've been doing that ever since. Uh, and um, that's sort of been my, my journey in the, in the music hall. 
That's so great. far. <laughs> Just from raising your hand and asking a question. Yeah. I love that. That's, the, a, that's a cautionary tale for everybody. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Digital marketing origin story. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> really good. And um, have you lived in the Seacoast all your life or... Um, I grew up not far from here, about an hour west, just outside of the um, Concord capital. Uh, and I uh, went to UNH, University of New Hampshire, um, and that's sort of when I moved to the seacoast. Um, and uh, so I've been here for a little over 20 years in the, living in the seacoast. Um, I had been living in Portsmouth uh, for the past decade or so, but we just bought a house just outside of town. So. Um, Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I've, I've sort of always seen Portsmouth as my cultural capital, you know, so where, no matter where I was, Portsmouth was sort of a magnet um, for cool shows, places to eat, you know, all the things that we love about it. Coming to the beach, you know, our, all 12 miles of our, our uh, <laughs> beach shoreline. Uh, but yeah, that was sort of, uh, what drew me here and, and one of the reasons I wanted to stay here um, was that there was for such a for, for a small city there's so much going on Absolutely. yeah and uh, on that sort of you know that cultural note um, can you talk a little bit about the musical itself because um, I'm sure we're going to have at least one listener who doesn't know what it is sure so uh, <laughs> the music hall is uh, an opera house that was built in 1878 um and it was built as a vaudeville house and later renovated and turned into a full opera house. Um, 900 seat theater, um, built on the bones of a much older theater that was a Baptist meeting house um, that had a stage, um, built in the 1840s. And so it makes it one of the oldest um, continuously running uh, theater sites in the country. Um, and uh, it's, really the idea is to bring sort of the world to Portsmouth um, so we're we're situated um, nicely between Boston and Portland um, about 45 minutes from each depending on traffic uh, <laughs> and uh, that means and on that 95 corridor so that means a lot of touring acts um, come through here uh, we get lots of great cultural acts and then we uh, in 2011 opened up a second smaller space called the loft um, which is a, a storefront uh, converted retail space with a little 124 seat black box theater in it um, and we do a little bit of everything from music it's in our name uh, to movies uh, comedians literary events um, and a lot of life of the mind innovation and leadership type of stuff and a lot of education stuff too that's cool. Great. Yeah, I've not yet done the, the movies yet, but I've been to both concerts and shows at the Music Hall, and I love it. It's it's just a great venue. Yeah, yeah, the movies. It's one of my favorite rooms in the world. I, I'm a little biased, I think, but um, but I just I love the energy in that room and in uh, in the historic theater and in uh, from the stage. It's just such a warm feeling in there. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about marketing the music hall, some of the unique challenges there. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> one of the 
things that I wanted to uh, talk to you about, Monty, is sort of, you know, we're, we're marketing for a lot of different businesses. And, you know, there's a fairly straightforward audience for that. There's a product, there's a service, you put it out there. The music hall is sort of unique in terms of both what it means to the community, who your audience is, and, and really who you're marketing to. It's a, it's a giant potential audience. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, some of the challenges that you've run into over the years in terms of marketing? Sure. Venue? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, um, you know, the, the blessing, the curse that I talked about a little bit before is that we're, we're situated right in between Boston and Portland. It's a double-edged sword there uh, because, you know, we're seen as very much a tertiary market, you know, um, big, big uh, touring shows. They want, they hear Boston, they know Portland. Those are big markets. They're sort of secondary markets outside of New York. Um, and so there's a challenge there just in, in marketing Portsmouth and the music hall to the artists yeah. first to get them here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of unique. The other thing that is, is really challenging is that we did last year, if you took every movie as one event, not, not you know six or ten or whatever, and every show is one event. We did 350 events last year. Oh my God. Um, so that's, and, and to my mind, that's basically 350 product launches with um, product that is perishable like fruit. Um, <laughs> I love that description. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, because that curtain goes up at eight o'clock, whether you have an audience or not, um, and that's the only time you've got a chance to get people in the doors um, and a lot of times, you know, our size is such that we're, we're, there, there's a certain caliber of artists that we can get, right? We're never going to get, um, you know, those acts that are playing arenas. We're never going to get those acts that are playing a 2,500 seat venue. Um, you know, we're just by the size. So there's, there's sometimes, you know, you know, we certainly get a lot of named acts, you know, household named acts, but sometimes they're not named acts, you know. Um, so there's an element to the marketing that is a, you should come see this because yeah. this person's about to break big. Mm-hmm. You know, so we sort of get them on the way up. And so there's that element of, of education to the audience um, as to, and, and a trust there that you have to build up over time. Um, and I think the other, the other big challenge is that because we're so close to Boston and Portland, um, and because we really have our sort of catchment area is about an hour drive time. Um, and because of that, you know, a lot of people, it's, it's easy to get to Boston. It's easy to get to Portland. So there's, there's a lot of competition and a small, a small audience size. So you figure in, in a 60 minute drive, you're looking at fewer than a quarter of a million people. Um, and even if, if 10% of those people are interested in going to a music, lot see live music period, then you've got another challenge of, okay, so now there are 150 venues in that, in that sort of area, how do you stand out? How do you, um, what's your differentiator? So that's that's the other challenge of, of drawing in audience and constantly looking for new audience. 
um, and enticing people with whatever we're bringing to the stage or the screen. Um, but also, you know, cultivating those, um, you know, those music goers that they're gonna they're gonna trust that this you know I don't know who these people are but you know music hall they've booked them and everything that I've seen there I've I've either liked or I've understood I should at least be exposed to so I'm gonna trust that this is gonna be good. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like when you're talking to the audience that's right outside of say the seacoast which is the music hall is a name around here we all know the music hall but when you're talking to either a traveling audience that's coming in within an hour or you're talking to an audience that might be further on either pole there. Um, are you marketing Portsmouth really just as much as the music hall? Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of work with the chamber. We do a lot of work with the city um, to help craft that message of why you should come to Portsmouth. Um, you know, yeah, pull off of it, off of 95 before you go into Maine for your, your week-long <laughs> vacation. Take a, take a day or two here. Stay, eat, uh, stay at a hotel, go see a show. You know, there's a lot to do. And so, yeah, there's, there's a lot of that sort of marketing Portsmouth and the Seacoast as a cultural destination. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's the, the, historic, uh, the historic side, people who want to tour the historic homes. There's sort of the... the you know the New England town, the, the New England coast um, appeal as well, but definitely we we put a lot of effort um, into marketing uh, sort of where the music hall is situated. And again, I think that that that's a, a unique uh, differentiator for us um, mm -hmm. that we are right downtown in in Portsmouth that you you can get to us easily. Parking is relatively easy, especially if you're staying at a hotel, you know, and, and Portsmouth is a walking town. It's, it, it's really easy to walk around and get around. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Monty gets to tell us what it was like to work with us on the new website. that you may or may not be aware of as you go to the new music hall website which is stunning stunning <laughs> we'll have Monty give you the URL at the end of this podcast because you're going to want to check it out um, but we did actually work very closely with the music hall to design and develop that website um, can you talk a little bit Monty about what the process was like um, for a website especially after how many years was it since your last upgrade? Uh, it was tw 20, 2010 into 2011. So yeah. right as we launched the, the loft, we launched a new website. So I, I like, I had been talking to, to, you know, stakeholders at the, at the music hall and saying, remember our current website launched the week before the iPad <laughs> came out. <laughs> so a, that kind of puts it in timeline. context. Yeah. 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 Um, because we all know tech years are a lot shorter than yeah. you know normal years. Yes. So when you're talking about a website and particularly a website that I mean for you guys that's a that's a big thing. Like people are gonna hear about the music hall, they're gonna get to the Google machine, and that's how they figure out absolutely what you are if I mean, they're not locals. Yeah, and fifty percent of our our revenue comes through the website. So so it's huge, and and we want to see that grow. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's it's a it's hugely important. Um, so the uh, talk about the process. Uh, 
it was a it was a really great process. I loved, um, you know, we started with with talking about our customer. We started talking about all of the things like what are our goals. You had a really great sort of um, uh, intake survey, knowledge base survey that I I loved and really made us think about what what's the most important thing. How are we going to um, how are we going to communicate all the things that we need to communicate. Um, and so starting from that really customer-focused side, I thought was fantastic. And really coming up with those personalities, like who, who is our audience? And we had, you know, we had done a lot of that research, but I think the work with the team here um, really crystallized that for us and, and took that research that we had done and built on it and, and, done, and did more. And it was helpful that we sort of, we sort of staged this in that we did a major rebranding project then we talked to you guys about, okay, so we've done all this branding work, we've done all this audience research, now we're ready to really, really focus. And, and you guys were like, hey, you're doing it in the right order. It was, <laughs> <laughs> we were pleasantly surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't always happen. Um, but so that starting there, and then every step of the way, just having, having you guys like helping us along like okay so we're moving from from this sort of fact finding phase to now we're going to talk about wireframes and looking at the website and the structure and the architecture and you know talking through all of that and and sorting all of that out and then to the design phase where we're like okay now we're going to put we're going to put all the pretty bits on this skeleton um uh every way every step of the way i felt really supported um, and really, uh, you know, when it, when it came to giving feedback or came to, hey, can we try it this way or can we look at it a different way or, ha, ah, that's not really, it's not really working, I felt really heard um, and, um, and you guys were super adaptable to a very, you know, it's a very challenging thing. You know, our, our, the number one thing that people come to us for is a calendar. And how all of that lays out with all of our sub brands and all of this stuff is it's it's a you know I call it a, a I lovingly call it a, a brandipus. Um, <laughs> it is uh, it's it's there's a lot there. So trying to lay that out in a discernible way that no matter where you're coming at it from, whether it's through the calendar or through an event category listing or um, just through search or whatever. It, it it the the information was there and it was a, able to you're able to get to it in, a, in any way that you wanted to and so just going through that whole process was fantastic and then coming to the content you know your your templates about about okay here's an overview page here's an interior page here's the event you know having all of that and having those concrete word counts and that was that was super helpful so that my team knew okay, this is what we need to work toward. And I was able to sort of um, say, oh, here, here's, here's, here's the content that we need, here's the deadline, let's, let's work on it. And it made it really easy for me to go back to all of the stakeholders on my end and say, this is what we need and when we need it. And the, the communication both ways is, was fantastic. I wanna just touch on something that you, you mentioned, which is that I think I think especially for uh, an institution like the Music Hall where you have so much like 
community stakeholders and so many passionate people. I think a lot of uh, a lot of our clients and a lot of people when they're building websites, you know, you're the reason you're doing this is because you care and you're building this website and it can sometimes be hard to sort of put all of that care and all of that passion into those individual steps. But it is important. And you were saying, you know, you like you've got the wireframe and you're talking about your users and how they're going to use it. And really, you know, the technical bits of that, while they might not be fun, they let you move forward in a, in a, fa in a fashion that's going to build you a better product in the end. So you get to the pretty bits. You just right. got to go through all the building process first. Right. And you can't, you can't build a website with, you can't build anything without a solid foundation. And I feel like all of that research and pre-work and identifying the, all that stuff, that's the foundation. And that's where I, I was so pleased with the process that, that we, we took the time to do that work. And I think we ended up with a, a much stronger product because of it. Um, and I think it'll have that longevity and that the ability to, um, to take us, to take us through the next few years with, with the, the website that we've built. And I think, I think I couldn't be happier. Excellent. And we'll see you guys in 2025. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, outside of the website project, um, now that this is launched and live, um, what's, what's next for the music hall? What have you got coming up that's new and exciting? Oh, well, we just finished a, uh, a major renovation of the exterior of the building. We, we've been in a 10-year in a uh, capital campaign fundraising construction to renovate, restore uh, um, the, the whole building and, and to bring the loft online. Um, and one of the final pieces to that is we actually got a new marquee. We did a bunch of exterior upgrades for the building. Uh, we worked with the city to sort of redo a streetscape. Um, we gave the gift of this um, uh, gateway arch, Chestnut Street Arch, as a, as a piece of uh, public art to the city. Um, so that's just completed. Um, and so sort of next on the horizon is we've got, um, we've got some other sort of not quite as sexy capital projects <laughs> that need doing. You know, the the HVAC needs needs uh, replacing, and uh, um, uh, the backstage, uh, the artist support space needs yep. redoing, and um, uh, our lighting system, uh, our light board still uses floppy disks. So we're um, we're we're, we're nope <laughs> nope. Like, like, I, like the no, not not the not the five and a quarter. The, the, the you know the the save icon ones. Yes. Yeah, the... <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it was it was old twenty years ago. So those sorts of things. That's sort of the next big project that we're we're working on. Um, we just completed a, a, a three year strategic plan. So part of that is you know just filling that out and and uh, and going toward that. But we've got you know. Just keep programming shows and and uh, keep moving forward and and uh, you know continue you know owning a hundred and forty year old building uh, you, there's always something to be done. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Monty, if you can just tell anybody who hasn't heard of the music hall and is furiously scribbling notes at home, I assume that's what they're doing. Um, where they can find you online and, and where they can find you in the real world too, if they're in Portsmouth. Sure. Um, so the music hall is located at 28 Chestnut Street in downtown Portsmouth. Um, 
And the, the website is themusichall.org. Thank you so much, Monty. We appreciate the time. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. This was great. <laughs> I'm glad this was a good time. Um, this podcast is produced by us and Charlie Howell, and we are coming to you from the Podcast Shed at Raqqa, a digital agency based in beautiful Portsmouth, New Hampshire. So, uh, Kelly, Charlie, myself, and the rest of our very talented team create websites. We run marketing and advertising campaigns with a focus on growth for a wide variety of clients across very different industries, including the music industry, um, sort of. If you're interested <laughs> in getting in touch with us, uh, you can find us at www.rockacreative.com or on the Twitter machine at OMG Marketing Podcast. See you later.